Holy cow, it's Atomic Monsoon. Where? Right here. Oh, okay. You're listening to it. <laughs> Welcome to the monsoon. Actually, you were just listening to the Def M Records All Stars. You can find more music that sounds kind of like that at defmrecords.com. D E A F M Records.com. Also, you can find us on social media at Atomic Monsoon on the Twitter and the Facebook, and Atomic underscore Monsoon on the Instagrams. You can email us any questions or comments you have, like if we're loud and wrong, or just loud, or just wrong, at atomicmonsoon <laughs> at gmail.com. So. How's it going, guys? It's going good. Yeah, not bad. It's Friday again. It, it is, is Friday. We're recording this on Friday the 21st? Yes. Yeah. Hey, something like that. Numbers. Something yeah. came out today. <gasps> yes. Also, Stephanie's here. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie has something she would like to talk about. Yes, um, so I know, like, last year we, we were talking about Spider-Man. We did talk about Spider-Man. And you guys mentioned... A couple during, different times. We did, yes. Um, but this is a whole episode we dedicated to Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, okay, I remember that. Was that oh, episode? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you guys mentioned the Clone Wars arc in Spider-Man. We, we sure did. <laughs> yeah, the Clone Saga. The yeah. Clone Saga. Yeah, Max, good yes. old maximum clonage. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I mistook it, you know, being a Star Wars fan and all, as Star Wars The Clone Wars, uh, which, for those of you that may not know or have been living under the biggest rock known to man recently, uh, but season seven of Clone Wars has dropped today. Oh, the whole season? The whole, uh, no, only the first episode. The first episode. Okay. The first episode. Disney Plus is doing the same thing with they did with Mandalorian. So. I see. So it... Apparently, I live under a rock because I thought we were doing this because it's getting ready to come out. I didn't realize it was coming out today. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's today. It's today. <laughs> okay. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Surprise. I mean, you still live in small town Arizona, right? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Not at all. I don't know. I don't nope. know. <laughs> no, I just, I'm not as into the Star Wars fandom as I used to be. So. Okay. Okay. Fair okay. enough. I had no well, idea. So. I'm probably as much into it as I as ever have been, which is very casually. Mm-hmm. So, Stephanie, please. Educate. Please tell me why I need to watch Clone Wars. Okay. so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm curious to be convinced because I, I am not a Clone Wars fan because I'm an Omega Squad fan. Okay. So, this uh, the Clone Wars effectively erased a ton of lore. It did. And that was why I was not a fan of it. Got it. And that was essentially what took me out of the Star Wars fandom was the beginning. It was the Clone Wars was kind of the beginning of the, like, okay, I don't really don't you know. So yeah. I'm curious. I, I, like, I want to hear why I should go back and watch it now. Okay. Because okay. so I, I haven't. I haven't given it a shot. So let's let's hear. Let's hear it. All right. So I'm going to take you guys back to August fifteenth, two thousand eight. Okay, so this is the CGI The Clone Wars we're talking about. Yes, the CGI. Not the hand-drawn uh, Gendy Tartakovsky yeah. directed Clone yeah. Wars yeah. micro-series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so okay. for those of you that don't know, there is actually a difference between the two. Um, in 2003, uh, Cartoon Network and Lucasfilm released a Samurai Jack animated style version of the Clone That's the yeah. best way most yeah. people describe it. I mean, it. Yeah. both were by Gendy Tartakovsky, so that's correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and the animation of that was... Oh, Amazing. it was beautiful. Yeah, so, super oh, cool. God, yeah. Um, but it it ran for three seasons and only has 25 episodes total. Yes. And they yeah. also released it before episode three, Revenge of the Sith. So obviously they couldn't do a whole lot without spoiling the upcoming movie. Right. Um, in 2008, Dave Filoni and Henry Gilroy and the people at Lucasfilm were like, hey, let's do the Clone Wars again. But this time with CGI animation, with like, yeah, like computer generated yeah. animation. And um, have it actually tell a full story and get a lot more information and action out of it. So in August of 2008, they dropped the feature-length film. Okay. I did see that. Yeah. I did go to the theaters to see that. Yeah. Uh, go on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't see that in theaters, but I did see the, the movie. Mm-hmm. I, but I didn't watch any of the TV show. And okay. I, did, I, I, I was impressed with the movie because it was one of those... It was the first computer animated film, like mm-hmm. that, what, like not Toy Story style or any of that kind of yeah. stuff. Like just an actual, what I feel like more of an animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it had, its, it wasn't trying to be super good. realistic. Yeah, like, because yeah. before that it was like, eh, we had reboot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. It just, there fair. wasn't really, 
like animorphs. Uh-huh. <laughs> just uh-huh. like, there wasn't a whole lot of computer animation that really looked that great. That wasn't mm-hmm. right. Either it was trying to Pixar be Pixar thing. Yeah, it was yeah, either they're trying just, to be yeah. too realistic or it didn't work. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't just straight animation. And the Clone Wars definitely had uh, a unique style to it. Like it still yeah. kind of looked like the Gendi Tartakovsky. Yeah, uh, it looked like a cartoon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it didn't look. And it, but it didn't look like a computer. Right. Cartoon. And right. that yeah. was the, where it was, it was that nice mix. Like, yep. you can see, it, you, it's obviously this is computer mm-hmm. generated, like. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it doesn't mm-hmm. look like it's, you know, it, just, it didn't have that uncanny valley weirdness to it. Mm-hmm. Right. When you're watching it, it doesn't, you don't disassociate it from just being animation. No. Right. Like, yeah. it, it, mm-hmm. it seemed to be for almost everything that was computer generated up to that point. You know mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean? Unless it was yeah. Pixar. Pixar, like, that's a yeah. whole other ball game, right. a whole yeah. different animal. Right. So. But, like, just your random stuff on TV. No, it didn't look that good. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, no, that, oddly enough, Lucasfilm actually created the software and created that style of animation, at least the, the version that they use in Clone Wars. Sure. Um, which, it does imp- which it does improve from what you see in the movie uh, over the first couple seasons and then improves even more so into, like, season three and beyond. And I'm excited to see how season seven looks because the trailer looks amazing. Okay. Um. But when the movie dropped, they also had a trailer during it that was saying, hey, this October, uh, on October 3rd on Cartoon Network, you should tune in and watch the series premiere of Star Wars The Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. And they dropped the first two episodes of season one uh, on Cartoon Network, and it ran on Cartoon Network for five seasons. Okay. So it ran for... Yeah, I remember seeing commercials for yeah. it for a long time. Yeah. I didn't realize it was oh, yeah. full five seasons. That's, oh, that's good. Yeah, no, it... That's a good run. It is a yeah. great run. Um, it Most ran... TV shows don't last more than two. Yeah. <laughs> Especially an animated one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never mind an animated one. Especially Never an animated, mind an animated one. one on Cartoon Network that keeps changing its time slot. Yeah. And yeah. He- here's yeah. the thing, though, is for four of those seasons, it had the same time slot. That's super impressive. Yeah. Yes. So uh, Cartoon Network was going through a phase <laughs> called... Um, it was it was like this whole thing where they were like rebooting everything and like Thursday nights was all about like you know comedy shows and Friday nights was all the action animated shows so it had like you know Young Justice Ben Ten uh, Alien Force Batman Brave and the Bold um, okay. Secret Saturdays Generator Rex it had all those things and the last thing they would show would be Star Wars the Clone Wars and okay. it, after that it would go straight into Adult Swim and it sat in that time slot for four full seasons. Okay. Like, I came home from high school football games in marching bands, still in hair, makeup, everything, to sit there and watch the episode that I, I DVR'd because I missed it. <laughs> um, but season five, they switched to Saturday mornings because then Cart- Cartoon Network did a whole, like, revamp of everything of what they were doing sure. and moved all the action cartoons to Saturday mornings. Was still in high school. Still could not... I just, I was so tired. I'm like, I can't get up early enough to watch this. <laughs> so I DVR'd it and watched it when I woke up later. Okay. Um, but it ran uh, all through season five, uh, ran all on Saturday mornings. And it was during season five, at the very beginning, we were led to believe, oh, we're going to have like one, two, three, four more seasons after this. Oh, wow. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. And then halfway, uh, not halfway, but like right around the time that like, you know, October came around, we discovered that Disney was doing the D- Lucasfilm buyout. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, and one of the things about Disney is they want to bring all their animation in-house. In-house. Bingo. Because a couple years earlier when they bought Marvel, mm-hmm. um, that's when Wolverine and the X-Men got canceled. That's mm-hmm. when Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes got canceled. when Spectacular Spider-Man. Like even though those were mm-hmm. arguably the best versions yeah. of those yeah, shows. Yeah, they were doing really well too. Even still, like yeah. I, there's the Avengers cartoons that have come out since are not better than Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Um, there is a strong argument that the Spider-Man cartoons are not better than Spectacular. Um, they that haven't Wolverine made and the X-Men was really good. Right. Yeah. They haven't made an X-Men cartoon yeah. since Wolverine and the X-Men, mm-hmm. um, which goes more into licensing and Fox and we don't need yeah. to get into yeah. that. But yeah, right, like the three big Marvel cartoons that were on mm-hmm. the air all got canned because Disney's like, no, we're gonna animate them. We're not having someone else do it. So it makes sense that they would cancel Clone Wars yes. for the same reason. They also yeah. canceled it because um It was on Cartoon Network. Well, there's which that. is owned by Warner Brothers, which yes. is a direct competitor. Yeah. There there is also that point. Um the other reason why they canceled it was because when they did the buyout, they were like, okay, we have plans for the future, which includes Star Wars Rebels and the upcoming films. Mm -hmm. So we have to devote all attention to that to show that Disney now owns Lucasfilm. So uh, I remember it very vividly, but it was like an April morning, the final episode premiered. I was crying my eyes out because um, one of the main characters, Ahsoka, who I'm happening to wear on my shirt right now, uh, (laughs) walked away from the Jedi Order. Mm. 
Um, and after that, like, they had this really kind of somber-sounding theme playing, and it was just like, it's over. This is it. We're not getting any more. This is it. We're not getting an ending. It, It's done. Just gonna cry, you know, and everything. And then uh, later that year, they announced in March they were gonna drop the entire sixth season, which was all the episodes that they had completed, that okay. they had ready to go. Mm-hmm. But because they got canceled, they couldn't do anything with them. So they're like, cool, Netflix is picking us up. We're going to drop a sixth season on here with 13 brand new, never-before-seen episodes. Okay. And then on StarWars.com, they dropped two never-before-seen and not finished, not like not fully animated, not even finished generated uh, episodes either. Mm-hmm. So they dropped those two, and those are the Bad Batch and um, the Kyber Crystal arc, which I believe, um, and actually the first arc of season seven is the Bad Batch. So we okay. are getting it finally fully it's actually com- animated and everything. Completely animated, looking gorgeous cool. already. So that's awesome. That's an yeah. awesome way to start it off. Yeah. Yeah. So um but yeah, no, and now season seven, six years later, is uh <laughs> is is coming out and we're getting the ending that Dave Filoni promised us. Okay. So All right. So yeah. this is gonna wrap up uh, Ahsoka's story. Is that the kind of the purpose of this season? So Ahsoka's story isn't done after this. She's in Rebels, and she survives everything the Empire does. Okay. So she makes oh. it all the way past episode six. Oh, okay. Huh. Okay. Yeah, that's how, that's how Rebels ends. Rebels ends with like, oh, by the way, so we... Oh, so you didn't have to wait that long to get no. more information. About, okay, okay, Yeah, okay. no, no, no. So, like, I mean, we had to wait till the end of the first season of Rebels to learn that she was still alive. Sure. And that she was being Fulcrum, which was like this, like, code name that they were using for the Rebels... But after that, it's like, cool, Ahsoka's alive. And then she fights Vader. And then we're like, great, Ahsoka's not alive anymore. And they're like, nope, she's still alive. <laughs> hmm. And now, and ne- then they had like a time skip at the end of the last episode saying, hey, you know, all this war and stuff has happened. You already know it. So we're going to give you a time jump. And these guys are still alive. And now they're going to go look for Thrawn and Ezra. <laughs> okay. So. Mm-hmm. All right. But yeah, no, that's the... That is the whole thing. Um, the music in the show was done by John Williams and Kevin Kenner. Okay. So there's Makes a, sense. Yeah. So. The guys that make the movie themes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, and it stars some, I would say, familiar enough uh, actors and voice actors. Sure. Um, it stars Tom Kane, who, uh, if you've ever watched the Powerpuff Girls, he is the main... Announcer? Uh, he's, the, he's the narrator. Mm-hmm. Or if you've ever watched oh, Impossible, okay, okay. he is Lord Monkey Fist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, huh. I, I met him at Con, and he had all these pictures of who he played, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the voice of my childhood. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's James Arnold Taylor, who, uh, well, Tom Kane in the show voices Yoda uh, okay. and the narrator. James Arnold Taylor, who in the show voices Obi-Wan Kenobi and Plo Koon. Okay. Um, but I haven't really looked into much else that James has done. Matt Lautner, who is known for his show uh, doing a lot of, like, the 90s, early 2000s teen heartthrob type shows. Okay. Um, he voices Anakin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ashley Exton, who voices Ahsoka Tano and has now become like a freaking icon because of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, D. Bradley Baker. Oh, Sorry. good old D. Bradley Baker. Everyone loves D. Bradley yeah. Baker. Because <laughs> he does so much weird stuff. So much stuff, yeah. He's voiced so many great characters, too. And he voices every single clone in the series. <laughs> Every single one. <laughs> so there are probably a lot of scenes where it's just D. Bradley Baker talking to himself like four are, times around. There are arcs where it's just him talking to himself. I hope he got paid extra for that. Oh, he definitely did, probably. <laughs> uh, and then there's Matthew. Oh, Wo- hopefully he's got an agent that like per line. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of, like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there's Matthew Wood uh, who voices Grievous and all the droids. So there's episodes okay. where it's just the two of them talking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That'd probably be actually a really fun recording session. Oh, yeah. yeah, I would love to sit there and watch it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll talk to myself for free. So, there yeah, you I'd, go. I, I would gladly get paid for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I was looking up some more information and kind of trying to figure out the best way to describe the series and each of the seasons because they're just this show is on the level of Avatar: The Last Airbender. Good. Okay. Um, there was a there All was right. a, there was an actual quote that I found from Tech Times, and it said. While the Star Wars prequels fail to make audiences care about characters like Anakin Skywalker, the Clone Wars succeeds. Okay. It actually makes you care about all the prequel characters. It actually makes you care about the events that take place in the prequels um, because they do a good job with storytelling and character development and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Well, and, I mean, and, and this is not 
not to negate that quote, but also yeah. like you know, a lot of things happens in the seven hours that those three movies take place in. Yeah. Right. And it's hard to get a, like a good, like you can't get a good feeling for who these people are or what's going on when something is happening every five minutes. Yeah, exactly. Right? And so when you give us another five years of story, like, yeah, yeah of course yeah. we're going to get some more development. <laughs> when you have like well, yeah. two hours of story time and then, oh, it, oh, he, they're, they're 10 years older yeah. than the last time we saw them. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. What happened in that? Uh, actually, we still don't know what happened in that 10 years, but yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, so each season, so I kind of found like a breakdown, but it's very similar to how I describe it. But so in the first season, very much just shows like various different battles, situations, scenarios where Dooku, Ventress and, um, Grievous are kind of the main villains and the baddies of the whole series. Okay. So I need to know who Ventress is because I don't know that name. Okay. So. Is she the mummy lady? Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like she kind of looks like a weird Sith mummy. Yeah. Okay. What's her deal? So Asajj Ventress is actually a descendant of a clan of witches known as the Night Sisters. Okay. That live on the planet of Dathomir, which we actually do go into that in this series, uh, more in seasons three and four. Okay. Um, but in the original Clone Wars, the anim- the a- the animated one, not the not the CG one that we're talking about, yeah. uh, she was introduced. Okay. As um, this kind of very force powerful mm-hmm. being and Dooku's like I'm going to make you my assassin. Okay. And then she goes and fights Anakin and then gives him the signature scar that we've all seen. Oh, okay. During a during a lightsaber duel on Yavin. Okay. At least in that series. And she was such a big hit from that they're like, well, of course we're going to bring her back. So of they brought course. her back. Yeah, yeah. So she plays she's kind of one of the big baddies of season 1. Okay. And then Grievous is the robot with the forearms with the coughing problem. Yes. Okay. And then uh, the other name you said was Dooku, which is Christopher Lee. So, yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. With the so. cane lightsaber. Yes. The also, he's Dracula, so getting Dracula in Star Wars is pretty cool. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, but when you get to season two, it's more of the bounty hunters and the smugglers are stepping in, and the pirates are stepping in, and they're they're causing more problems and more situations. Okay. And... So season one is here's all the Jedi characters, here's all the Sith characters. These mm-hmm. are your basic good guys, basic bad guys. Yep. And season two, it's like, here's the other parties coming in. Exactly. Okay. It's kind of like that. Um, season one's also very good about just kind of like, here's a generic introduction that's very family friendly that, family friendly that everyone will enjoy. Uh-huh. Season two is like, okay, now that we've introduced you to this stuff, we're going to start feeding you a little bit of like, this is actually a war going on. Right. So we have people dying. <laughs> we have people committing suicide in season two. We have... This show has the word war in the title twice. It does. <laughs> it is Star Wars, the Clone Wars. Yeah. It is double war. It is double war. Um, we also get like an entire five episodes of just uh, them returning to Geonosis, which is where the, the bug creatures from episode two attack of the clones. Okay. So we get like a whole arc on them returning there to try and reclaim it. And uh, it's... Did they it... find Sev? Sev? Yes, Sev from the... Uh... The Republic Commandos, all that stuff, pre-Clone Wars? No? Mm-mm. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. No, but we do find the Geonosian... Story points that they just kept saying they were going to go back to that I've never seen them go back to again, oh. so I'm just curious. Okay. You're good. And we did find the Geonosian Queen, <laughs> which she was horrifying. Um, <laughs> well, she, she... Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because they don't really go into like much about them other than, no. like, oh, here's a bunch of bugs. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> so I guess, yeah, the like the like there being a queen really makes sense, so... And she uh, apparently has these like little like worms... That actually will go into the bodies of the dead and create an army of the living dead. Ugh. But if they go into the living, it actually like possesses them. And there's a whole episode on that too. And I'm just like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, here that's we nice go. <laughs> so um, was that a Halloween episode? I feel like that was probably a Halloween episode. I think it actually was released around <laughs> Halloween. I... <laughs> that's like episode seven. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's about Halloween time. Yeah, especially yeah. So. Um, But when we get into season three, the first half of season three is very kind of more on the politics side of things. We definitely get more of kind of like the war on both sides and the political side. Um, So there's that. And then in season – but then later in season three, we're like, okay, now back to the rest of the stuff. And also the animation has been updated because we've done a time jump. Okay. So everyone, you know, before they had like shorter hair. They had more armor on their outfits and then later it's like, okay, they have less armor and their hair is a little longer and their mm-hmm. outfits look a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, and season three definitely starts bringing in, the, you know, the whole aspect of the Night Sisters. It, it brings in, you know, it actually brings in Cap- uh, Grand Moff Tarkin oh, in season yeah. three. Okay. Um, we get, you know, Chewbacca in season three. 
So that's okay. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Actually. And then season four, season four is where it's like, if you've ever heard the statement of, uh, you know, when you're watching an animated series and like, this is a kid's show. This is a kid show <laughs> where it's like, there are things happening that are not for children. <laughs> it still has war in the title twice, though. Yep. That's where we definitely get season four. Okay. Because we, oh, God, we get, you know, we get murder. We get um, a clone, not a clone. Uh, we get a Jedi who literally turns the clones against each other mm, okay. and has them fight each other. And we all hate this guy. His name's Pong Krell. We all hate him. Uh, <laughs> we get slavery in it we get obi-wan faking his death to go and try and save the chancellor we get I you mean, name to be it fair, the, a lot of this <laughs> stuff's already in the movies anyway well yeah yeah i mean a new hope starts off with smoldering corpses more or less so well, yeah i, mean, <laughs> I guess that's fair yeah anakin starts off as a slave it's true so i mean we, a lot of that stuff was already in star wars so yeah. but i mean watching people get whipped watching people say like no i would rather be dead than be a slave like Things like that. It's like, uh, okay. Um, this is going down a definitely a darker route, uh, showing a little bit more of how Anakin's descent to the dark side's happening. Again, smoldering corpses. Yeah, fair enough. I have a, I have a question. <laughs> What's your question? Okay. Uh, how much time takes place between Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones and Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith? So, according to George Lucas, before the Clone Wars came out, we were believed that it was like three years. Okay. Since this series has come out, we're thinking it might be five. Okay. Either way, though. Okay. I so would it's, need... it's a few years, but it's not like yeah. a huge amount of time. No, it is okay. not a huge amount of time. It is like it's not like the ten years between episode one, and episode two. Or yeah, whatever. no, okay. it it is. It is obvious that we watch, especially Ahsoka of all people. We watch her go from like maybe fourteen, fifteen years old in the beginning to being mm-hmm. about seventeen, eighteen by the end. Okay. So. Okay. So yeah, three to five years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah. So season four gets dark, and of course we get the return of Darth Maul in season four. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he survived. Yeah. We don't know how still, but he did. Um, he bought himself some robot legs. Mother Talzin gave it to him, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, he got himself some robot legs. There we go. Yeah. Uh, season five, um, we definitely get more, like, lore type stuff. Um, not like, I guess because we get, we get to see the planet of Ilum where they get their kyber crystals for their lightsabers. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to see uh, kind of how... Anakin is the one who, well not, well, not really directly Anakin, but Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka are directly responsible for helping teach Saw Gerrera. If, so if you saw Rogue One, you guys remember Saw Gerrera? Uh, which one was he? I, saw, I only saw it once. He was the, yeah, I he, um, he was the dark-skinned gentleman who wore the kind of huge plated armor that would continually put the breather mask to his mouth. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, well, the uh, actor, I'm trying to remember his name now. Forrest um, Whitaker played it. There we go. Okay. Forrest Whitaker played him. Okay. Um, that character originated in the Clone Wars with him all and I his. Think it was Ghost Dog? I, that's all I can think. It's <laughs> <laughs> the way of the samurai, yo. Yeah, yeah. I just, all I could think of the whole. I was just like, I, why can't I think of his name? Yeah, um, but you yeah, know, he, he so Saw and his sister Stila were in the Clone Wars, and they were trained by the Jedi to kind of create a rebel faction to help and fight against the Separatists. So that um, without the Jedi getting involved. On a planet that's not exactly Republic. Um, And it's interesting because it's like he teaches them all these things. And then years later, he takes it to extremes. And it's like, interesting. You were trained by the future Lord Vader to. (laughs) (laughs) To fight the future Lord Vader. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. That's pretty cool. That gives me a different appreciation for Rogue One. Knowing that one of those characters was established well beforehand. Yes. Um. And then other thing with season five is we also get uh, Darth Maul teaming up with the Pikes, the Black Sun, the Huts, and the Death Watch to overthrow Mandalore. Okay, wait, that's a whole bunch of words I don't know. I okay. know the Huts. So we know Huts like Jabba the Hut, <laughs> right. and Pizza the Hut. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> and, um, and Zero the Hut because I Zero remember him from the the intro movie. Yep. Okay. Um, the Pikes are so the Pikes and the Black Sun are two other large crime families in the galaxy. They are okay. from the expanded universe and they have been made canon in this now. Okay. But didn't they erase a lot of like Zizor and everything like that is not 
No, he's there. Is he there? He's okay. There. Okay. So at one point they didn't want to pay that author. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, that was, I think he's there. Don't I know that was, that was a lot of reasoning for a lot of like the changing the lore and things is yeah. because like, well, if we do it that way, we have to pay people. Oh. And we don't own that anymore. Thing is, so. though, I feel like they made enough money by that point. They're like, here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Well, yeah, that goes into a whole other conversation about Disney. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but this is this is before Disney, the Disney buyout. So, yeah. um, well, that's good. That's it's cool that they actually incorporated some of this stuff because that, yeah. that's one of my big complaints is that a lot of things that they erased mm-hmm. because of it. So it's good that you see that they're actually bringing some of that because that's uh, Shadows of the Empire is one of my all time favorite oh, books. Yeah. It is an oh amazing yeah, that's novel. officially not canon anymore, isn't it? No. Huh. No. Okay. So. Even though it's it's one of the things that like helped revive Star Wars, right? Yeah, it's not canon and sold anymore. a lot in Nintendo yeah. 64s. So, so, <laughs> that, that are the, uh, the the three books that came before it. The you know when Timothy Zahn like revived Star Wars yeah. again and made it so George Lucas could make his movies. Those aren't canon anymore. anymore. No. Yeah, um, but I'd... Thrawn's finally in in it, so that's good. Yes, Thrawn is canon. So. Um, but I do have a question for you, Josh, specifically. Yeah. Uh, you you might not be able to answer this one as well, but have either of you played Clone Commando, the video game Clone Commando? No. Uh, the or Republic Commanders. Republic, the Republic Commanders? Commando, the one on Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, specifically what I was talking about with the, okay. have they found Sev because that was a huge oh, storyline, okay, uh, okay. and that that was that those characters specifically and their counterpart Omega Squad, which are in the Republic Commando novels. Uh, what about do you know? So. Yeah, I, Pardon me on this one. This is where my knowledge yeah, yeah. gets a little fuzzy. Um, you're talking Delta Squad? Yes, Delta Squad and Omega Squad. Delta Squad is in season three of Clone Wars. That's good to know. Yeah, they, That's a- good to know. they actually... It actually makes me maybe want to watch a little bit because one of the big things that I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, like, I had a big problem with was uh, Lucas, they went so far to, mm-hmm. to go out of their way to develop a lot of the... The canon, especially mm-hmm. revolving around uh, like the clones and everything like that, and yeah. the Mandalorians and everything like, they invested a lot with like the community and mm-hmm. like trying to get like, hey, developing languages and the like the yep. the, uh, and I, I went off this on this before when we were talking about Mandalorian mm-hmm. and everything, just like they de- invested so much mm-hmm. into doing that, and they were just like, eh, screw it, we're not going to do it. Either. It's just like. Yeah, no, Clone, Clone Wars And it doesn't have to do with with money things because yeah. it's like, oh yeah, well then we have to pay Karen Travis. If we keep using these other characters and mm-hmm. if we use that language, we got to pay her and these guys from the 501st. So, no, we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah, I think they did pay her, though, because I think she wrote another book after Clone Wars came out. So... Uh, they, when the buyout happened, they it was when they scrapped Got it. Got it. Stuff. Okay, okay. So, but yeah, no, Delta Squad doesn't they did. They, it finished with the, uh, it was after Episode 3 came out. Oh, They did okay. one novel leading into, like, the Empire and everything with that. Yeah. And continuing that clone stuff, but that was when they started to, that was when they brought Mandalore into the Clone Wars cartoon. Got it. Okay, and that's at season that two, point, then. it was no, like, nothing that had to do anything with the Qvaldar, with the clone commandos, like, yeah, all that doesn't exist anymore. But the clone, like, the clone commandos are there. They're, they're there, but like their entire history, like all the thing about those yeah. characters, like the Qvaldar, like everything about them. Which is funny because they've said like the the command, the Republic Commandos is supposed to be like that game is supposed to still technically be canon. I think so. And it, it mentions specifically like Skirata and a bunch of the guys like that were mm-hmm. included in the game because the novels were going to be coming out. So mm. how are those characters still existing? It's just it's a big confusing mess because okay okay so yeah <laughs> but but yes no but Delta even Django Fett's history got tangled because of all yeah, that stuff like that it like it got yeah it got kind of crazy long running shared universes with multiple authors are confusing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so welcome to comics kids <laughs> yep. pretty much yep um, but yes no Delta Squad does make an appearance in season three. Um, sadly, it's not in like a action packed sort of way, but they are there and it is still really cool. Um, in season five, we actually do get an arc where we do see another clone command, uh, clone commando named Gregor, mm-hmm. who we believed before Rebels came out that he didn't survive. Oh, he did. He survived one versus like maybe a thousand droids on a lone planet with no other cl- with no other Republic backup on his own, and that's impressive. <laughs> it shows that the clone commandos truly can kick some butt. Yeah. Um, and then also in season five, we get uh, Ahsoka being framed for a terrorist attack on the Jedi Temple. Hmm. And it turns out it wasn't her. It was Barriss Offi, another Jedi. Hmm. And, yeah, and so we get this whole interesting arc where Ahsoka... So it's like Jedi, the, betraying Jedi all over the place. It's like the fugitive. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's like the fugitive okay. with, with Blink. Okay, that's kind of neat. It's kind of like kinda a fugitive uh, feel kinda to it. Kind of getting a whodunit kind of little yeah. story arc. That's oh, all, yeah. Those are always fun. I like those. Uh, which leaves, ends with Ahsoka leaving the Jedi Order. Season six provides us, I think, some of the most interesting arcs. The first one is four episodes long, and it centers around one of the clones who actually discovers the Order 66 conspiracy. <laughs> one of the clones has a, def- has a, has a malfunction accidentally kills a Jedi, and when they take him into Kamino, they try to figure out what's going on. The Kaminoans, they know what's going on. Uh, But this clone named Fives, he tries to figure out what's going on, and he discovers that every single clone at at one of the earlier embryo stages gets implanted with an inhibitor chip that obviously, if you say, execute order 66... The chip activates and suddenly possesses oh, the whole brain. they changed it to that? They changed it to that. Oh, see, in the original canon, it was the clones were given, like, they, they're literally given orders to memorize. It was something that was, like, 1,002 orders or something like that. Okay. And it was literally Order 66 was in the eventuality that these things happen. This is how you execute this order. Yeah. And it just happened heard... to be one of the many orders. It just, it was hidden inside. Yeah. You know I mean? It's just like, oh, yes, we're planning for every eventuality. These probably won't ever happen. It just yeah. happened to be that 66 was the one, like, okay, execute order I 66, think, which is yeah. eliminate the Jedi. I think the original plan was to keep with that, but I think after the making so many great clones in the series and making them so level, not, I don't want to say lovable, but just, like, relatable and having them have these great relationships with <laughs> yeah. the Jedi. And, like, making them actual characters. Making them actual characters instead of just soldiers, like, just mindless soldiers. Well, it see, became a yeah. thing where, you know, if they had it like that, that I could, they would know that a lot of clones would have said no. So by them doing the inhibitor chip, it's like they didn't have control over doing it. And it mean, and, and I mean, nothing says so. that that chip didn't include the other, the other. Yeah, uh, it doesn't say that didn't well. include it. It's just they only went into the fact of like, why did it cause him to kill a Jedi? And it turns from him like discovering the conspiracy to the Kaminoans and Palpatine being like. We're going to make you look like you're completely crazy and you've lost your mind. Yeah. And uh, because you removed your inhibitor chip that's supposed to prevent you from going mad. And I'm using air quotes because that's the bull crap they give us. And I'm just like, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I think this is like this stems from my like in the in the uh, Star Wars, the expanded universe stuff. I was always a bigger fan of the things, especially in the Clone Wars area, that always kind of like the Jedi weren't necessarily the good guys, especially to majority of the universe they weren't good guys at all. They're this overwhelming religious sect that when they showed oh, up, you yep. had to do exactly what they said. Otherwise, yep. they're going to burn you down with their laser swords and wipe your mind. Hmm. So it's, yeah. it was one of those like, yeah, a lot of the clones would have been, okay, yeah, they betrayed people. We're just going to kill them because we're protecting the innocent. Exactly, and yeah. It was just like, who cares if they're Jedi? That means nothing to me. I don't care mm-hmm. about Jedi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a soldier. I'm here. And they're telling me so. that my commanding officer has betrayed us. Mm-hmm. So that means he's an enemy to the rest of us. Like, I don't know. It just, the moral aspect of it to me was more is more interesting than the like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just a chip in their head that they get to flip. Yeah, yeah. But um, the moral aspect thing doesn't work on a kids show on Cartoon Network. There's that, right? So like, well, but, and, but and, at the same and, time, that, like, when, when we're talking about like, there's episodes about slavery. Well, this kind of goes hand in hand with this. There, there. It takes away like, okay, are they mindless slaves or do they have free will? Well, okay, well then no, they're just all mindless slaves. They have no free will. Mm-hmm. Well, it takes away from the characters themselves because, like, okay, well, then who cares if one of them's a good guy? He's just a mindless slave because he's got a chip in his head. Well, he's not mindless. I mean, that's – Well, no, in the uh, end, he's got something yeah. in his head that's going to okay. make him act in a certain way. Like, yeah. that, to, to me, that just kind of takes away from the, the – in my mind, the, the diversity of the different clones you have because if they're all individuals, yeah. they're no longer individuals because they're just mind-controlled Well, chips. the thing is, though, is that they – they're um, droids at that point. They're yeah. like they're they're just organic droids. There there is actually a, a, a set of dialogue in those episodes from Fives where he says we're men. Actually, no, that's from season four when he's talking to his fellow soldiers. Like we're men. We're not a bunch of mindless droids. Uh, see, and, th- and that was like part of the moral conundrum with those guys. Like, yeah, they were grown. They were clones and everything. Yeah. But they weren't like they still had freedom of choice. They had the mm-hmm. choice to fight for the republic or not fight for the republic. They could. Abandon their fellow brothers in arms if they wanted to. Like, just we do. See and it, at this point, it, yeah. it, I don't know. To me, it's like okay. Well, then they weren't. Like their they their entire identity of having free will and everything it was a complete fallacy the whole time. So they still have free will. There are still deserters. There are still those that make the choices. I mean, in that Umbara arc in season four with Pong Krell, 
They so was they, it not they, all the clones had the chip? No, every clone has the chip. But the thing is, though, is that they don't know that it's there. It does not come up on any scanners. It doesn't come up on anything like that. And it's literally, it, it's like a little hidden switch that you just never turn on. You never do anything with. It doesn't change anything until you turn it on. Until you say the words execute order 66 or execute order, you know, whatever. If you say a specific order that it's programmed for, then it will turn on immediately. So but, when you turn on their Alexa, they become murdering machines? Machines. Kind of like, yeah, they, they become the, the Jedi murdering machines. But here's the thing, though, is that they weave this episode in such these episodes in such a way where they make them believe that, no, these chips are good for you. They're supposed to help you from going mad. And if you remove it, you're going to become a madman and you're going to go absolutely crazy and kill everybody. And, and they go on this whole rant about it. And it's proven not to be true because they end up drugging the clone that's trying to prove that it, what's actually going on and makes him into a madman, which results in his death. Hmm. So it's it's like this whole thing, and they're going, and I think they're going more into that in season seven. Um, but I'm gonna kind of wrap up a little bit more um, with season six. Is that they also have episodes where they go into um, the mystery behind Sifo-Dyas and the creation of the clone army. Oh yeah, okay, that was right. That he was yep. the one that went to that he did the initial order and everything mm-hmm. like that. That's neat. That's yep, cool. They go, that little backstory stuff. Yep, we go we go into more into that and where he was and what happened to him and how he died. Um, we also get Yoda going into the deeper dives of the Force and figuring out how, you know, the Force Ghost stuff happens because apparently according to everything up to that point, you should not be able to do that. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. Like, you're de- once you're dead, you're dead. Mm. Um, you're just part of the Force again. Exactly. You don't have your personality anymore. It's just Force. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they go into so they go into stuff like that, and we was, get was it the end of episode two where they introduced the Qui Gon wanting to talk to Obi Wan after he had died? That was three. That was three. Yeah. Okay, I apologize. So, yeah, yeah, um, they're getting ready to take the babies away. Okay. Yep. Okay. So, but yeah, so we get so we get stuff into that, and we also get the first canon appearance of Darth Bane. Oh hmm. wait, in the Clone Wars? Yes. How did they do that? Uh, Yoda went to a Sith planet to continue on with this like training that he was doing mm-hmm. under the wor- under the work of five Force priestesses, and while on the planet, Darth Bane actually like in like phantom form comes out of his tomb and tries to like get Yoda to join the dark side, and Yoda's like, "No, you've been dead for like a really long time. Get out of here." And what's great is Darth Bane was voiced by Mark Hamill. <sighs> How did Darth Bane have a tomb? That was after the Sith Empire that he died. Mm-hmm. He destroyed the Sith Empire. He how how could he have a tomb? Someone someone went back and made a tomb for him. We uh, that's a big question mark. Either so way, he came like, out of, he came okay. out of a coffin. So that, that's even more like <laughs> insane questions because he created the rule of two. Yep, he did. And then when he died, he didn't like they must have scrapped all the canon for him then because nope, all his canon is confirmed. It can't be, though, because literally, like, his end is the soul transfer into his apprentice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his there, – there's no tomb for him. So, <laughs> I, this, I think – I his, think his body's gone. It's nothingness. He transferred it's... into his, his apprentice to go on – No, but she said he appeared as a phantom. the rule of two, two yeah. though. But, like – I don't think it's an actual, like, tomb tomb. It's, like, it looks like the setup of a memorial tomb. Well, so someone like, lo- looks like someone went I mean, back and just said something he, up. He also could have been soul, hanging out there. He also could have been hanging out. Who knows? Yeah, but with, with part of his like the whole thing with the soul transfer thing, though, like they didn't go into detail how he just have, showed uh, up. Yeah, they they had to have scratched more cannon with him. But they did confirm that he is still the creator of the rule of two, and they did still confirm that he um, that he died very very long ago. They did not do a deep dive into him, which is which is all I can really give you. But yeah. he is there, and he is voiced by Mark Hamill. Well, that's neat. He does like yeah. his Fire Lord Ozai voice. To I mean, it. not explaining something is not doesn't necessarily mean that they had to change something. Yeah, it's just it's, just, it's really weird because I mean, how many how many like, comic book characters have we like... read that have died and come back with no explanation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? No, no, I get it, I get it. It's just it's one of those like when you only have a character that's in a small amount of mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And like they're <laughs> given very specific like yeah. That's just a weird one like. Yeah, if it was like Exar Kun or one of those guys, like, it'd make perfect yeah. sense for them to have, like, two, yeah. like, just, I think, it was weird because, yeah. like, in the history, like, when he was his thing, it was after all that had collapsed. Like, yeah. there were no more Sith. Like, okay. Because it was in the, like, it, think what it's, was it? It's, uh, it's a Mace Windu. I think it was mm-hmm. the Sith haven't been seen for a thousand years. Yeah. Like, in the canon up to that point, like, in the movie, specifically referencing Darth Bane's 
uh, how can I put this, a trick to make the Jedi think that Sith are all gone. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> it was him that prevented, like, re- gave them a person that was the last Sith to kill yeah. and went into hiding. At the, you know, just the, 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 the other so. thing I should point out is that um, he was un- he was doing a training thing with five Force priestesses, so we don't know if that actually was Darth Bane or if it was a illusion of Darth Bane oh. that they made appear out of the tomb to make it look like no, that's his final resting spot. So. Like I said, could have been trying to trap Yoda or something or something. Exactly. Craziness. So there's okay. not a whole lot of info, yeah. but it's like there's Darth Bane and there's Mark Hamill it could playing also just him. Been a fun Easter egg. That's also yeah. true. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, An excuse to have Mark Hamill come on the show and be like, yeah. hey, there you go. Do this voice. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, so yeah. So but Mark Hamill's not the only big name. They've had a, like a lot of big names. Um, another sure. one is Sam Witwer. Uh, oh yeah, he's done a lot of Star Wars stuff. Yeah. He 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 voices Darth Maul and the Sun. In the series, um, but obviously we, a lot of people know him as, you know, Starkiller. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. From the, uh, the Force Unleashed yes. games. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. No, I knew something. Yay. Super fun games, too. <laughs> Yay. So, but that, yeah. That, 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 first, that first Force Unleashed game when you're getting to play Vader running around there mm-hmm. on the... the on Kashyyyk. It, yeah, Kashyyyk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could remember if it was Ewoks or Wookiees <laughs> that we were doing it, too. But yeah, that's a super fun... Oh. I love that game so much. I don't know that I ever played that, but I did play as uh, Starkiller in Soul Calibur 4 a whole bunch. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. was just in that, and I was like, well, yeah, I'll play with the guy with the lightsaber, sure. There you go. So um, I guess literally the only thing I have left is that we don't know what's going to come with season seven. They sure. Disney dropped the 20 essential episodes that you should watch. Yeah, I did see the playlist of like, here's the 20 Clone Wars episodes to watch so you don't have to watch all six seasons of it. Oh, that's neat that they did that. Yeah, yeah. to prepare you for season that's seven. That's something I can get behind from a streaming service. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, hey, you need to catch up and you've got 20 years of worth of stuff. Here you go. Just watch this. Yeah. Just watch these episodes. Yeah. These are the important ones to and pay 20 attention 20 episodes to. at 22 minutes. You're looking at, you know, eh, you could watch a couple episodes a day yeah. and be done in a week and exactly. like, all right, cool, I'm all caught up. A movie's yeah. worth a couple times. And yeah, done. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, but we don't we don't really know. We know the Bad Batch is for sure happening, and we know that the Siege of Mandalore is for sure happening. But there are, we don't know if the Kyber Crystal story is happening, and we don't know if we're ever going to see Boba Fett versus Cad Bane. Now, one of the things I had read was that uh, aren't we – it's supposed to be part of this story is going to be leading into Mandalore Season 2, right? We're finding out information that actually is going to mm-hmm. – Oh, that's uh, interesting. Which, so th- there's something that happened. If you haven't watched it yet, slight spoilers. I won't actually say too much, but the last episode of – the Mandalore, you see something happen yes. that is specifically to the Clone Wars stuff. Which I was, I actually did write that down. And it's it's a spoiler for the Mandalorian, but it's not really a spoiler because if you, it, yeah, for a lot of people... So I kept saying Mandalorian. Yeah, you're good. Um, for a lot of the already existing animated universe, this is the first time we're seeing a live action version of it. Yeah. But he is talking about what is known as the Darksaber, which, to quote Pre Vizsla from Clone Wars... Uh, this weapon was stolen from the Jedi Temple during the fall of the Old Republic. Many Jedi have died upon its blade. Like, he has this whole big monologue that I have memorized about the saber <laughs> in him and Mandalore. Um, it's one of my favorite bits from the series. Um, but yeah, the Darksaber was orig- originated in the Clone Wars with uh, Pre Vizsla and the Death Watch. In Season 5, Vizsla and Maul actually fight each other and... You know, at the end, Visla dies, and because it's the whole like you know honor bound thing of where like I challenge you for the leadership position, yeah. and whoever wins is the new leader type thing, mm-hmm. or the continuing leader. Um, and Maul beheads him with the dark saber, and then Maul has the dark saber all the way up until Clone Wars, not Clone Wars, uh, Star Wars Rebels, and then it gets into the hands of Sabine, one of the characters. Okay, and then that gets back to the Vis- uh, clan Visla. That is the last known location of it. At least until the Mandalorian, where we see it in the hands of Moff Gideon. Huh. So this thing has this thing has really made a mark for okay. itself from so. season two, episode twelve of Clone Wars, all the way up to the last episode. So of Mandalorian. it's definitely something that Dave Filoni is a fan of, since oh, now he's in charge yeah. of all this. Yes, so and it's fun to have relics like yeah. that, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you know, you can you can track the the Infinity Stones throughout the history mm-hmm. of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. And just like yeah, where's the Power Stone? Oh, the ch- the champion of the universe it's has a great it. Punch and she punch and she Hulk, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, like yeah. so having a thing like in addition to the storylines, like. Oh, where has this thing been the last however many years? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Right. So, is it something you ever need a bottle episode where it's just like we need to tell a single story? Like, great, we're going to tell the story about where the dark saber was one thousand and fifteen years ago. Exactly. This person had it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's, 
it, there's a lot of there's a lot of curiosities, a lot of questions. I feel like in my mind, I know way too much going into season seven. Like I kind of know <laughs> what episodes are going to happen. But, but that's, that's what super fans do. Yeah. There's when that. When you're a big fan of something, that's, you yeah. know. But there's that. But the thing is, though, two of the arcs have already existed for six years now, even though they weren't finished to being animated. And the other part that I kind of know, which is the Siege of Mandalore, was actually referenced in the Ahsoka novel. <laughs> so I, I mean, kind of know how the series is going to end, but I still want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, and who knows what they changed from those old animatics oh, that to the new that episodes. Too. Like yeah. they, they probably made a lot of changes, mm-hmm. especially because, yeah. like, the the writers like narratively would have grown a little bit. It's going to be different writers mm-hmm. as well. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm sure there'll be quite a few things to surprise you. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, there's. I mean, also I went into Infinity War knowing what was going to happen because I, you know, read comics yeah, in the nineties. Fair enough, right? And then Endgame, the second half of that story was just a completely different story, right? So fair. like, yeah, I knew what was going to happen, but pff, no, I didn't. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Right, so. Yeah, no, it's just this this series is great. And I haven't even gone into like there's there's a lot of stuff that happens, a lot of characters and cameos that occur. Um and I would highly recommend if you do sit down and watch this series. I mean, for me, I was there day 1 when it premiered on Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. Sitting maybe way too damn close to my television to watch it. <laughs> um, but I did, and I watched it that way. That's one of the best parts about being a kid, though, is getting oh, yeah. excited about that, like over oh, a cartoon yeah. series and stuff. Like that's one of the most fun things, like memories yeah. of you know childhood. So that's great. That's awesome that you I, had that. I don't. I don't mean to ask this to be belittle, belittling or, or anything, but like, how old were you when it started? Uh, it would have been two thousand and eight. So, so like preteen. Yeah, I like, was like I, junior high. Yeah, I was starting my eighth grade year. Okay. when it premiered. Okay, so yeah, yeah. okay. No, and I just because I mean that that plays a big difference in mm-hmm. in how much of a fan of a thing you're going to be. Oh yeah, right. So that's and, a little later than I got into X Men, right? And that's a thing that I have stuck with. And but the thing is, though, I got in the cl- I got into Star Wars as I started my my junior high years. Right. Right. And so I saw Episode Five in theater. Uh, five, wow, three in theaters. <laughs> uh, and that was the last thing I ever saw. So Clone Wars was really what I grew up. So on. that's your Star Wars, exactly. Right. Um. So yeah, no, but I just I I sat there every morning, every, not every morning, every evening, every episode that I could, yep. where I didn't have band or stuff going on, and and then when they moved it to Saturday mornings, it was like okay, I still gotta make sure I watch it. And when they dropped it on season six, I came home back to my dorm room for my one class to sit there and watch it, and I finished it in an afternoon, <laughs> um, just because it was it was great and it was amazing, and I yeah. watched it that way. But for a lot of people who, sh- yeah, but for a lot of people who struggle to get into the series, they did. Uh, Star Wars has released an official list of every episode in chronological order. Okay, no, that's good. So you wait. So it's not if you just got on to like start episode one, it's not chronological order. Mm-mm. Okay, so because well, there's like flashbacks and stuff too, right? Yeah, there's like one episode where it's like you see this one character die, and then you go to the next season, but that character's alive again, and you're like, wait a minute, hold on, what's going on here? Um, the best way to describe it is. From the beginning of season one to the halfway point of season three, all of those episodes are either, like, they're all kind of just all over the place. Okay. Some are, there's a decent chunk that are in order, and there's some that are definitely not. Um, Hmm. If you watch it in chronological order, it would actually go an episode in season two, an episode in season one, and then the feature-length film. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. So there's, like, prequel episodes to the movie. I mean, that occur. You know, again, to because the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a big thing that you know yeah. everyone can relate to, right? Like those movies all didn't come out in chronological order. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, right? Like Captain America: The First Avenger takes place in 1941. Yeah, right. Like yeah, but it was like the fifth movie that came out. So like yeah, you know, non-linear episodic storytelling is fine. And they're you know, and Captain they, Marvel takes place yeah. in the 90s and came out in the middle of the Infinity War Endgame thing. Yeah. So like. Yeah, it's fine. You know, it, it's a little weird with an episodic TV show, but they they mainly did it that way because they the original Clone Wars, the animated one, mm-hmm. they did they did the same thing. It kind of just jumped all over the place. Sure. It showed that there was a time jump, but we didn't know what was in what order. Yeah, um, and they did the same thing with this, but that was because they didn't know how far this was going to go. Right after season two was confirmed. Uh, and they, or at least the first two seasons, uh, seasons one, two, and three were confirmed to happen. Mm-hmm. They were like, okay, so we're getting these seasons for sure. Um, and right around the time they were starting to w- work on season three, they were like, hey, you're getting so many more seasons after this. And they're like, sweet. In the middle of season three, we're going to start putting everything in chronological order, except for one episode, <laughs> which 
They only did that because season four ends with Darth Maul returning, so they had to start season five with Darth Maul, even though that episode is supposed to take place in the middle of the season. Okay. It was a way to get... It was like, yeah. okay, I, I, get, I get why you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, and if you don't know how much you're getting and you're like, we want to tell this story and this story and this story and this story, but we only know we're getting 13 episodes or whatever. Like The, the shortest season. In production, yeah. like, like sometimes episodes just take longer to produce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. But the, so. the first four seasons are all 22 episodes long. Okay. The season five is 20, 13, uh, six is 13. This one, I'm not sure. I've heard rumored numbers. I don't know how long this season is. Okay. So yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll, I'll just keep watching until it stops. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, but then so, this is definitely the end of Clone Wars. This as far is as we know. the end. Yeah, yeah. Like there, there are things in there that I recall from the Ahsoka book, and I recall from reading interviews and articles with Dave Filoni. There, we are getting the end in this. Okay. So, and at Clone Wars fans everywhere are like, "Whoa!" <laughs> so it'll actually be Order sixty six on. So, Screen more than likely. Yeah, mo- mo- most people assumed that the series would end with, you know, Palpatine being kidnapped by Grievous to start episode three. Uh, and then Dave Filoni confirmed, like, oh, no, no, no. This movie ends with Order 66. The, the series ends with Order 66, and we're all like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, because that's, like, in the middle of episode three, right? That's the, or cl- like, like most, yeah. that's like the most climax of the, of the yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. So, huh, interesting. Uh, one, of the cl- one of the climaxes of the movie. There's a lot of climaxes in yeah. episode three. Well, yeah. It's like Lord of the Rings, like yeah, yeah. yeah. The movie had like, like seventeen. Oh man, that endings. was. Oh wait, yeah. no. Okay. <laughs> like it's over. Oh, no, no. Can we go home yet? No. Okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, no. I, I, I. It's a highly recommended show that I fully endorse. I've watched it so many times. <laughs> there are episodes I have quoted and memorized. There's sequences. There's things. There's ships that I have. It's. it's I, don't, I don't know series. anything yeah. about that. I don't know yeah. any. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I haven't done that with any show ever. I don't know what you're talking about. No, nope, nope, no, not nope, at all. Nope, nope. <laughs> so. uh, well, we are just about out of time. So. Yeah. Oh, we are. Well done, Stephanie. You paced yourself very well. Much, Thank you. Much better than I have ever paced myself on an episode <laughs> like this. Look, I, I, I have been trying to catch myself up on a lot of the episodes that I haven't been on. <laughs> I'm learning a lot about Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad I'm able to teach you guys yeah. a lot yeah. about Clone Wars. Yeah. <laughs> More uh, than you ever wanted to know about Transform. <laughs> Atomic Monsoon. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, again, find us on the social medias at Atomic Monsoon on Twitter and Facebook, uh, Atomic underscore Monsoon on Instagram. Email us, Atomic Monsoon at gmail.com. Just, just look for Atomic Monsoon, sometimes with an underscore. You'll find us. Um, speaking of Transformers, stay tuned to our Twitter account over the next couple of weeks. Uh, oh. That's all I can say right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exciting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then if you have questions for Juno Lasco, he did say he would like to come back uh, closer to the release of Titan Masters Attack. So yeah. uh, send us in your questions that you have for the guys that make the game. Yeah. There you go. All right, guys. Have a great week. And uh, may the force be with you. Begone. The Clone Wars has. <laughs>